Good afternoon, buenas tardes, and buena noche from wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm your host, Liam Kyle McGowan, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Football Dads. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new episode of The Football Dads. I am indeed your host, Liam Kyle McGowan. Yeah. With me, with me, Mateo, with me, John. John, that's when you make a noise, is when you say something. I'm eating a sandwich. That's perfect. That's perfect. So I'm excited for this one. I have a fair amount, not too much, but a fair amount to talk about. Milan, Forza Milan, Forza Milan. Everybody say it with me. Beautiful. Well done. You saw what Pioli said? About Kobe. um, Kobe, yep, yep, yep. Showed him a video of Kobe. They were 2-1 up against... Who were they up against, John? What? Kobe. In the, in the finals, I think, they were 2-1 up against... 2-0 two, two up against the team. And they were like, job's not done. That's basically the statement Pioli was making. The yeah, job's not done. Yeah, yeah. Forget what team they were, Kobe was playing. It was like a 20-point lead in like the, fourth, like in the third quarter or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, Kobe, why aren't you smiling? He was like, like looking at the reporter like he was crazy. Like, job's not done. Exactly. Job's not done yet, but we could finally you need win. one point. You need one point. Yeah, one point. We just cannot lose against Sassuolo. Sassuolo has been a little busy bee against Milan. Every game almost. Luckily, we've been, we've been pretty solid against them recently, but I'm still worried about it. Inter beat Cagliari 3-1. We needed them. To lose, we needed Cagliari to do something there. But, you know, I thought since Cagliari's battling not to be relegated this season, I thought maybe they might be able to put in a crazy performance. They did get a goal in the 54th minute to make it 2-1. Matteo Darmian and Lautaro Martinez had already scored. Lautaro Martinez had a great game. Scored another goal before he got taken off. I mean, (sighs) Inter, just their bench is incredible, honestly. They have a better bench than Milan, even though... What's Inter's last game? Inter's last game is against, I believe, um, Sampdoria. And I'm glad glad that Sampdoria actually... (laughs) That was the upset of the week. Sampdoria beat Friantina 4-1. Yeah. I mean, confident win, too. Confident win. They better not waste all their juices. Yep. I mean, Nicolo Gonzalez still got a goal for Fiorentina. He's just scoring every game, basically, for them right now. Even though it was a penalty in the 89th, you know, still. Um, Sampdoria just dominated them. Complete domination. Uh, switching the plays, going through the middle, going through the right, pass out across the goal to get a beautiful go-ahead goal. It was a great performance from Sampdoria. It was just like the Sampdoria from earlier in the season. But just too late. I mean, they needed that performance three games ago, every game from that. But still, they put a dent in uh, Fidiantina's, that's Fidiantina's unbeaten streak over. I think they were on like an eight or nine game un- unbeaten streak. So that's that done. Uh, another good game this week was Juventus versus Lazio 2-2. Chiellini came off in the 17th minute, signifying his departure from Juventus. It was an emotional moment. Dybala also, he had his almost certainly his last game for Juve as well. If he doesn't play against uh, Fiorentina, he might. But he looked emotional. 
towards the end of the game when he came off. Uh, it was a great game. Juve dominated the first half. Morata scored a beautiful, beautiful little control, control in the box, beautiful strike right off, right into the top right corner. Uh, Vlaovic opened the score in the seventh minute with a header. It was a beautiful diving header. Went right past the Lazio defense. Could not, did nothing about it. Uh, Lazio got a goal off of the corner in like second half, 50, 60th minute. And then in the last minute of the game, the last play, Lazio had three, four men up. It was 4v3. Pass, pass, pass. Right shoot. Deflection. Milinkovic Savic is there. He gets to the ball. Puts it in. 2-2 draw. So, entertaining game. Either team could have won that. Uh, the next one for me, beautiful. Milan versus Atalanta. 2-0. Now, who is Leo Messi when you have Teo Hernandez? I mean... Who, who can answer me that? I mean, really. Crazy, bro. Coast crazy. to coast, bro. Coast to coast. Incredible goal. Excuse me, that's my oven. I'm making some pizza. It's going to be delicious. Also, dude, like, Pioli subs are, like, How so dare good. You make it without me it's actually crazy. Thank you, John. Pioli. What you, I'm going to tell you. I'll come to you in a sec. Thank you, though, John. I mean, uh, Pioli's substitutes in the every last game bro they come every in game and they make, yeah. like they fucking change it it's crazy exactly bro crazy. literally i can't say it any better have myself to get rid of Pioli, i agree and there's the comedic relief right there thanks but you we're not getting rid of Pioli, thankfully i think he deserves to say i think uh Pioli's on fire <clears throat> i think that you guys should last uh, season you're defensive terrified you guys got to sign uh ebra as your coach <laughs> that that'll be in a couple of years, would say. That'll actually, be in a couple of years. Well, actually, Kaká just <clears throat> his coaching license. He's now a certified coach. He can coach professionally. Ooh, saucy. Signed by FIFA. He's looking for a team. Maybe assistant coaching. Well, down. maybe at Milan. I would like that. That would be so fire. Oh my god, he would teach Brahim Diaz how to maneuver better on the ball and just get past tackles. That would yeah, be amazing. You should just sell him as well. <laughs> I see why you're saying that, but I still like Brahim Diaz. Just, I really do. I really, him. really do. Just sell him by by somebody else. There's like who? Like the man himself, Nabil Fakir. How old is Fakir, though? It's like 28, 29. I hear you guys are going to buy Riyad Mahrez. I've Mars. heard that, too. I've heard that, too. That's a we'll really see. good sign. That's a really good sign. That could be a... That would solve the right wing issue 1,000%. I wouldn't just solve it. That would be your best player. <laughs> we still have Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Bro, come on. Let's we'll keep it above. Liam, it's about time. It's it's time. It's not. Ibra can literally play until he's at least 5,500 years old. Don't yeah. you agree? You agree? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. obviously, because he'll play one game a season. Yeah, and score like... Zero and? goals. Yes, agreed. No, 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 no. Goal to goal by minute ratio will be he will be at the top of that. Absolutely. <clears throat> anyway, anyway, evening. Yeah. Moving on. Milan, beautiful game versus Atalanta. Atalanta were all over the place. They're not the same. Gasparini, he's got to change something. They had chances. They couldn't put him away. Pasilic, he's got to turn it up. He's usually that player that can maybe make a difference now and again for Atalanta. He hasn't in a while. First goal was um, Rafael Leao. Again, unbelievable. Team of the season guaranteed. He's hit double digits for the first time in his career, I believe. 
So props to Rafael Leao. He's really, he's really turned it up this season, especially at the end, at the end end. You know what I mean? Usually he's that kind of player starts off really well, dips down. Now he starts off really well, dip down and he's back up. And he's even better than before. So I'm super happy with Leao right now. So not only I'm happy with everybody in Milan, honest to God. Beautiful to win. Um, next, Sassuolo, they picked up some momentum against us. They beat Bologna 3-1. Scamaca got a brace. Um, Scamaca's just, he's tearing it up towards the end of the season as well. Liam. So we got, yeah. We spoke about Duvon being out though, right? For that whole, for the rest of the season. Yes. But he came back. Yep. He came back. Uh, he's forcing himself to play. Honest to God. That's what I believe. Well, I think. Because they want, they want, um. I mean, he wants European football probably, and he doesn't want to leave really, you know? Yeah, I know, I know. But <sighs> he hasn't been the same. He hasn't started. They've been starting Muriel because he hasn't put in the same performances. When he came on, he um, Pioli put on Bakayoko against Atalanta and played absolutely fantastic. He locked up Duvan Zapata. So my dad told me anyway. I had to go out for rehearsal at the 80, 80, 80th minute, so I missed the tail goal. My dad told me all this. Akiyoko came on, locked up Duvan Zapata. You know, and I feel like two seasons ago, maybe a season ago, or at least at the beginning of the season, Duvan Zapata could have came on and made a difference. So I feel like he should have stayed out when he got that big injury and people were talking about it as a potential season injury. He should have rested, and he didn't. And his performances have dipped. So, uh, but he's doing what he has to for the team. I understand, but... At the end, he could be hurting the team because he's not performing, you know? Yes. <laughs> uh, next, Roma, disappointing draw against Venezia. They scored in the first minute. Quick, quick goal. Roma, the whole game, tried, tried, tried. Second half, they got the equalizer. Couldn't get a finisher. Venezia played very, very well, honest to God. Next game, Spezia destroyed Udinese's unbeaten streak. Udinese made chances towards the end of the game. They got a goal in the 94th minute. Couldn't turn it around. Spezia got three goals in the first half, and it just they just couldn't they just couldn't overcome it. But I think Udinese will bounce back against uh, Salniotana, even though Salniotana drew against Empoli in a very entertaining game because ex Milan player Patrick Cutrone got the opener. In the 31st minute. Um, what other game am I missing? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, yes. No, I talked about that. AC Milan. Ah, no, nah, I talked about Milan. <laughs> I should talk more about Milan, shouldn't I? Nah, the other game. Insigne send-off almost. Napoli versus Genoa 3-0. He scored a penalty. They standing ovation at the stadium. I forget the name of the, Nap- in the stadium in Naples. It's called the uh, the Maradona. Is it? Is it? Oh yes, it is. They changed the name to that, didn't they? I actually don't know. I think they might have. I think they did. Estadio Maradona or something like that. You're right. Standing ovation. Um, dispatch Genoa three no. And Sydney eight. Italian legend Chiellini, Italian legend, both leaving the Serie A in one season. Dybala, Italian legend. <laughs> Serie A legend. But he's not. I don't think he's going to leave the Serie A. Where do you I guys think Dybala Dybala's going to go? To Roma. Yeah. Roma. I heard him to Inter, Roma, Arsenal, Manchester United, 
Manchester <laughs> City, PSG. I've heard him everywhere, so <laughs> he's going everywhere. Everybody's just going to get a piece of Dybala. You know, someone will get his right foot, someone will get his left foot, that kind of thing, you know? Exactly. They'll play it. One, one will get put his on left somebody, arm, one will know. get the right arm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In all seriousness, if you were Dybala, just quickly, yes. you're leaving Juve, where would you go? Juventus. Shit. <laughs> Wait a second. <clears throat> uh, Roma. How old is he? He's like 20... Look that up, Matteo. John, why Roma? PSG, so he can sit on the bench for Messi again. Yeah. Okay, seriously, uh, though, I say Roma because okay. Roma's clearly a team on the up, restructuring, rebuilding. And I don't know, just like back in the day, you would have all the top players, they'd all go to like different teams, and they would just like lead a team built around them. And so I can't see him really fitting into any of, like, the major, major teams today. So, like, why not go to a team that's restructuring, that's rebuilding, a team with a good history, and lead them into their next great generation as their star player? Okay. I can't think of anywhere else that he would really fit in. So That, that I want to talk more about. Mateo, how old is he? 28. Mm. Come on, John. You, you really think he couldn't fit in at a couple big teams this like right now? Where? Okay. Man, you? you? No, Bruno's already there. He's not punching Bruno. Bruno's underperforming. What if no, Bruno leaves? No, he's not. What not even he... right now? No. No, if you look at his stat, Bruno's a player who created the most changes in the entire prem or something like that. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know. Alan just hates them all. and I feel like it just makes me think badly about that whole team, you know? What other team you got? Okay, okay. Bruno has um, been performing this year compared to what he was last year. Yeah, I thought so. A little bit, no? Especially at the end. That's why... Sure, when you compare it to last year, he had a crazy season last year. He's still having a really good season this season. Yeah, last season, though, was insane. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I feel like he could fit in maybe at Real Madrid? Nope. Why? Yeah, bringing him on the team. What'd you say? You have Brahim on that team? He's not breaking into that team. First of all, uh, okay. that ball is number 10. Madrid don't play at number 10. They don't. They play an 8, 6, and a 5 in the middle. Flat 3, pretty much. And they have two wingers and a striker. And Benzema really goes back and, and plays that 10 role. You know a team that would fit him really well, actually? <clears throat> oh. <clears throat> Sorry. Tottenham. I'm being serious. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they play Lucas as their other cam. They have Dybala, Son, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, so and the Kate, problem there as well Kate is... Up top. And he's known... And he knows how to play with Conte. The problem there, though, is... The player he's competing with for the position of cam technically is Kane. Because the way Conte plays his forwards is he has the striker sit deep and play balls into the left and the right wing where... Um, whatever the Kulisevsky, whatever his name is, and um, and Son. So it's just like, 
like every big team, if they have the role that he can fit in, already has someone really good in that role that they'd have to then like remove, or the team just doesn't play a formation suited for Diabala skill set. Because Kane's the one playing that position now. It's like he's not fucking benching Kane. Unless Kane goes to PSG. So what about Arsenal? Odegaard's there. Just like, why are you going to get up on Odegaard? I don't know. That's just my, like, just, like, you have to offload that high talent that's playing that position already. And Dybala is definitely an upgrade, in my opinion. But, like, are Arsenal willing to give up on a player that they've invested money in and see a future with? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. But Roma, Victorian's playing that position. That boy, old. Dybala can come right in there. I see that. I see that. I see that. Now, the real outside the box thinking. What about Flamengo? Nope. We already got a number 10. <laughs> and yeah. no one has ever mentioned that man, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, except for Dybala. Dayarov is going to go down as the greatest soccer player to never play in Europe in the <laughs> 21st century. Because that, right. that man's a baller. All right, now really outside the box, Newcastle United. That's an interesting shout, but I don't know what formation they play. They also play a three-flat. But I think he'd, he'd do pretty – like, I don't like on your own on the right wing. And I know that Bala's played right wing a little bit. It'd be interesting to see. That'd actually be a pretty good shot. It would be, and it'd be interesting because, like, they're rebuilding too, and they they they'll they would like some high talent to try to rebuild. But I don't know if Bala would take that because there's no European football for them. That's Are the we sure Newcastle have enough money? I don't think so, actually. You're right. You think you you think Dybala ca- costs about like thirteen billion dollars? Son, gas is literally almost five dollars. <laughs> Their field isn't even made of grass anymore, bro. It's straight up made of gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to wrap up, Tornino beat Hellas Verona <laughs> one 0 Brecolo got a goal. <laughs> Uh, I hate Torino, but whatever. And uh, <laughs> I think that's that's gonna wrap up the Serie A. Talk about some player stats. I forgot we were doing leagues. <laughs> uh, me too for a second. Um, Immobile's top twenty-seven. Vlaovic got that goal against Lazio. Twenty-four. Lautaro Martinez got that goal against Cagliari. Two goals against Cagliari. He's up to twenty-one. Assists. Domenico Berardi fourteen. Milan have to watch out for that man and Scamacca. And all the other players on that team. Uh, that'll do. Last question, though, guys. Who do you think is going to win the league? Milan or Inter? Milan literally need one point. And that's all oh, that's only needed if, if Inter wins. So it's like okay. 95% Milan. But like in the case that they choke, I'm going to cry. I'm going to go crazy. It's either between AC or Inter. I'm going to go Milan. Don't know which one I'm talking about. We'll find out. Keep it simple, you know. That about wraps it up. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, All right. Moving on. <laughs> uh, John, you want to cover last week's incredible games? Do, do a league before mine. 
All right, I will choose one of the three at random that I have to do. I'll actually do Bundesliga first because it's the last week of Bundesliga for me since they have finished Ooh. up. I couldn't agree more. Lol. Um, we start off with Arminia Belfield holding Leipzig to a 1-1 draw. Armenia Belfield scored in the 70th minute. And you had Orban score in the 93rd minute to hold the 1-1 draw. Which actually kind of kind of helped them like secure fourth. Um they were hammering them all game. They expect they were supposed to be expected. Their expected goals was almost four. They only had one. Armenia was just putting up the fucking wall against them. They were just lining up all 11 in the box, just taking shot after shot to the face. Um, Osprey, Does that mean uh, Champions League for Leipzig? Champions League for Leipzig. Mm, well done, then. Well done. Osberg won against the Serie, the Bundesliga B team, Guther Fruth, 2-1. Um, Osberg is, hat, was safe anyways. Um, but it just helps solidify them even more. Um, they will stay up to see the light of day. Leverkusen beat Freiburg 2-1, thanks to Palacio scoring in the 97th minute. A lot of late goals here. Um, they ended up scoring in the 97th minute. Didn't really mean much for them. They were also secured in fourth. Um, sorry, in third. Um, so they secured their Champions League spots for next year. Um, it, it didn't really hurt Freiburg either. They were secured in their Europa League spot, so they were safe as well. Um, then you have Gladback absolutely hammered Hoffenheim. Both teams had nothing to play for. Um, so it was really just Gladback, I guess, getting their frustration out, um, after a horrible year. Um, Dortmund beat Hertha BSC in the King himself, Holland's last game, as he will be going to Manchester City. Um, he scored a penalty in the 68th, um, and then was taken off in the 91st minute. For the GOAT himself, Rainier, who also had his send-off game today, uh, that game. <clears throat> what a career he's had at Dortmund. Um, truly will shine. Um, beautiful player, beautiful player. Mukoko, who came in the 83rd minute, scored the winner in the 84th minute. Um, talk about quick, substitute, quick firing substitutions. Um... Dorman also secured their their spot. Um, Hertha BSC. We'll talk about that after in a little. I'm going to save that one for last. Um, Byron tied Wolfsburg two two. Um, Byron playing with their Q team. Really, just playing in little little like they're playing in a little subs here and there. They they weren't going super hard. They took out a lot of their main players early um, to give other players their their. Uh, time in their game. Wolfsburg was playing for nothing either. Um, they they finished middle table after having also a horrific year. Um, Union Berlin beat Bochum 3-2 thanks to Iwanoe scoring a brace um, and the winning goal in the 88th minute. Again, late goal. Um, they secured their spot in uh, Europa League. Union Berlin, who came up like three years ago, <clears throat> into the Bundesliga, um, is now in fifth place. They had, uh, we were talking about, I was talking about this with John. They had Europa Conference, he was saying they had Europa Conference last year, and now they have 
uh, Europa League this year. So hopefully next year they can propel themselves even further to get into Champions League, which they were one point off of, actually. If, wow. If Leipzig had lost that game... Ah, well, actually, no. Well, actually, yes. <clears throat> Never mind. Actually, I don't know how Leipzig... No, I think Leipzig was safe regardless. Because a loss... A tie gave him one point. A loss would have taken away one point. They still would have won on goal differential. So regardless, I think Leipzig was safe. <clears throat> um, but Union Berlin is now in fifth. Or is in fifth. And they will be in the champion in the Europa League next year. Now on to the most exciting game for me, at least. <clears throat> oh my god. Um, Stuttgart beat Köln 2-1. Now I know. Not crazy teams. Um... Köln finished in 7th with Europa Conference qualification. Now, the most important part, I, I, I save this for last, is because Hertha BSC finished in 16th, Stuttgart is in 15th. Stuttgart needed to win this game to stay up. Um, they scored the winner in the 92nd minute to end up staying up out of the relegation qualification spot, and they end up staying up in the Bundesliga. And I'll, I'll say this to you guys. I mean, I think John's already seen it, but if you watch the highlights and stuff, the party and all of the fans rush onto the field after the game, and they just party with the the, the team and everything like that. And it's just, it's, it's fantastic. I'm going to watch it. What game? What game? Um, it's the Stuttgart versus Köln game. KOL. Stuttgart versus Colm. Yep. 2 1. What was the score? 2, Two one. 1. They won in the 92nd minute to, to stay up and, and, and not get um and not get kicked out, which was fantastic. Um for player stats for the end of the season, um Lee Wondolski finished with 35 goals this year. Um Patrick Sheik finished with 24. Holland with 22, Modest with 20. He hit the 20 goal mark for Köln, which was very impressive. Inkuku with 20. Iwanowi finishes out with 15 for Union Berlin. So impressive for smaller teams for those guys to be just hammering in goals. Um, for assists, Thomas Mueller with 18, Inkuku with 13, Diaby with 12, Marco Royce with 12 as well. Um, and then for the um. For the clean sheets, Robert Zentner. Oh, we have a massive list of four here who all win the Golden Glove. Zentner with 10, Castiles with 10, Flecken with 10, and Neuer with 10. They all finish first for the Golden Boot. Um, Interesting. About, so what happens there? So they each get a trophy. They just each get a trophy of the Golden of the Golden Boot. I'm pretty sure that's what happened wow. with, with, um, with Ederson and Allison when they tied as well. One year, I think they both got, they just both got a trophy and they were both named it. Because that's what happened when Salah, Mane, and Aubameyang all won the Golden Boot. Like, they were all tied. Um, they gave, uh, they all got a trophy. I see, I see. What if they had a little group chat? Like, listen, guys. <laughs> let's, let's do a crossbar challenge. Whoever wins gets the Golden Boot. <laughs> or their last game, they were like, yo, let's just not score. Let's just stay together. But no, it's it's interesting because this game, this last game for the Prem, they're both tied on 20 
gold uh, clean sheets this year. So they literally could either win it together again, or one of them loses in the last day by giving up a goal, and one of them and the other one doesn't. So it, it, it this is gonna be saucy. Oh man, these teams. That would feel bad for some of these teams. Chelsea play Leicester on Thursday, and then they play again on Sunday. They should have done this better. Ah. Um, that about. Oh my God, I have allergies that are killing me right now. <clears throat> I feel like John Brito right now. Oh my God. <sighs> um, that about wraps up the Bundesliga for this year. Um, all leagues have one more weekend. Bundesliga finishes early. Um, they only have 34 games compared to the 30, um, compared to the 38 that everybody else has. Um, don't really know why. Never knew why. Um, never really asked why either, but, but yeah, it's interesting that they, uh, are four games shorter, even though they finish one week later. Um, for, I guess they like their breaks. Yeah, they really do. Um, for I'm just gonna go over this quickly, but for the EFL Championship, for who's gonna go through? So we have Fulham and Bournemouth are confirmed already in. Then for three through six, we had Huddersfield, Nottingham Forest, Sheffield, and Lutton. Now in the playoffs, Huddersfield played Lutton, and Huddersfield went through two one. And then Sheffield against Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest won three. They they ended up winning in penalties. Three. The scoreline was three three, and they ended up winning in penalties. So it's now going to be Huddersfield against Nottingham Forest in 12 days, May 29th, to find out who will win that last spot for the. Uh, Are you on? The, um, what's it called? In the Prem. Like blanked out for a second. But yeah, that wraps up the EFL. That wraps up the Bundesliga for this year. Hopefully we have a exciting next year as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to what's to come with the uh, the Bundesliga. No, I think beautiful, beautiful, be whack. beautiful. Whack next season because Nkunku and Lewandowski are gone. And Holland are gone. Well, Holland, That's like the three best players this Holland season. And gone. Holland and Lewan are, but Nkunku staying. <clears throat> We'll see, dude. We'll see what happens this summer. <clears throat> you will. You, you, Never know. Some desperate team, <coughs> Man United, may uh, end up spending a stupid amount of money to bring him on. If I see a rumor that Fabricio says they're close, I'm sending a cuckoo message being like, you fucking fool. Don't, don't, don't do kill it. your career, Please my don't friend. Don't do it. Um, I heard, actually, I heard Usman Dembele um, is in contact with Bayern, which is kind of interesting. That is interesting. They have enough. They have a ton of wings, but they are giving. Yeah, but I think Gnabry and Sonny just aren't living up to what they need they, to. They are. Get, they are planning on getting rid of Gnabry. They they did say they're putting him on the uh, the transfer list. Yeah, and so Sonny, Coman, and Ndombele would be a pretty good set of wingers for your season. Yeah, agreed. Especially because Sonny can play both sides, and then you have Coman on one and Gnabry and uh, yeah, and Dembele on, on the other. And then you just have Nkunku as your striker. You know? But ooh, what I would do to see Dembele servicing Lewandowski for a season. Oh, that would be that saucy. Would be, I mean, he is going to Barca, nice. so. What happened? He is going to Barca, so 
That couldn't. I know that's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm saying like hopefully Dembele stays. Yeah, I hope I hope he like realizes like yo fuck the money. I could I have a real shot at winning a ton of stuff here with Lee Wan here. Yeah, with Leon coming like that changes like Barca's all starting to look. And with all the defender signings, Christensen and uh, Espilicueta. Yeah, and like, they Barca could, are looking and they could get Alonso like, too. Like a top top tier team, who? Uh, Marcus Alonso. To Barca? Yes. That's dude. They are stripping Chelsea bare. <laughs> that is wild. Chelsea is getting ripped apart. That's right three now. out of four Chelsea. Chelsea's entire backline, with the exception of Reece James. Yep. Because like, but like, like still, like Chelsea's basically Chelsea's entire backline just got Aspilicueta, Marcus Alonso, all for like a free Rudiger, all for free. And Christensen, all gone. All gone. All that's they cool. have is Thiago Silva and Reece James. Really, and that's, that's about it. it. Yeah. That's wild. They're gonna need to. And Reece I James, hope they can spend money. James might go to to Real Madrid. Madrid. Right? They they might they might like should, yo, him. Madrid are dying for a good right back. That'd be such a good signing. It would be great signing <laughs> for them. They they need one. So yeah. All right. Should I go into Ligue 1? Absolutely, my friend. All right. So I gotta say it was uh, a frustrating weekend for me because I have my favorites. Um. But let's start with so all the games are on Saturday, <clears throat> all pretty much at the same time. You had Bordeaux and Lorient play out to a 0 0 draw. Lyon winning 3 2 against Nantes. Shout out to Paqueta for scoring a goal. Um, <laughs> but Lyon not playing for anything anymore. I'm excited to see where Paqueta is going to go this summer because there's no way he stays at Lyon and doesn't play European football next season. Mm. Um, Mets beat on year one. No, Monaco, huge, huge win, 4-2 over Brest. They were down 2-0, and in 11 minutes, Ben Yedder scores a hat-trick. Starting at the 44th minute and ending in the 55th, it went from 2-0 to 3-2. I'll tell you why that was so significant in a bit. But 4-2 win for Monaco, they're a huge win. Um, PSG, 4-0. Messi finally remembered how to score. Um, Mbappe with two assists again today. And just, like, he has he has better numbers than Benzema, I think. Like, mathematically, goals and assists, he, is, he has better numbers than Benzema this season, which is insane. Um, I think the only person he, – Lewandowski is beating everyone because he scored, like, 35 goals. But – Mbappe is in second, and I think Mbappe has like the most assists out of like everyone this season in the top five leagues. But maybe I'm wrong. But like he has to be like very, very high up there. It's insane. Um, Di Maria getting a goal as well. Seems like he is about to sign for Juve with uh, on a one year deal with an option for an extra year. So that's an interesting signing for them. I'm sure he'll yeah. be pretty good in Italy. <clears throat> um, Lille with a three one win over Nice, and then the disappointment of the week. Rennes beating Marseille 2-0. Marseille have held second place for so long, and they lost it to Monaco. Monaco is now looking like they're in pole position for the guaranteed Champions League spot. Because um, Marseille really choked here. Is this Monaco's like return to the Champions League? I don't think Monaco have been in the Champions League for a while, have they? I think they lost out in... Qualifications last year, they they got 
Europa League. Right? Did they even get Europa League? I don't remember. I think they had a really bad start to the year. That's all I know this year. They haven't been in Champions League for a little bit, though, Liam. But they're guests. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so, St. Etienne, who seemed to have a resurgence, lost to Reims 2-1, and it seems like it's going to be a wrap for them. And Strasbourg beat Claremont for 1-0. Lens beating Troy 3-1. And the table... That was the second to last game today, so we have one more game day to go with a lot at stake. It's looking like this. PSG champions for God knows how long. We don't <laughs> care about them. Monaco, second place, 68 points. Monaco are coming off a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, nine game winning streak in the league. Wow. They have won nine games in a row to propel them. I think they were like an eighth or something. Before this win, sorry, all the way to second place, which is a guaranteed Champions League group stage spot. Marseille had been in second this whole time for like months and months, and they just choked out. And now, basically, it's it's in Monaco's hands. If Monaco wins their last game, they're good in second. Marseille can't. It's based on goal differential. It's a four goal difference. Like that's just more smart. Monaco, if they win their next game, they're good. And now Marseille really have to be careful because now they're in third place in the Champions League qualification spot. So they have to play a playoff before getting in. But they have Rennes, who are three points under them. Also, um, Rennes are three points below them in fourth place, but with 21 more goals in their goal differential. Rennes scored a lot of goals this season. They have four. Their the goal differential is the second best in the league, only behind PSG. So PSG had a 49 goal differential. Rennes is a 42, compared to Monaco's 25, Marseille's 21, and Strasbourg's 21. Like Rennes had a crazy goal scoring season. So if they win and Marseille loses, then Marseille are looking at a Europa League spot, which is going to be a huge disappointment for a team that was in second place for months. Um, so yeah, Rennes is in fourth right now in the Europa League spot. <clears throat> Strasbourg is in fifth. 63 points. Nice in sixth, also 63 points. And Lens in seventh with 61 points. So all those teams are still vying for some sort of placement, right? Nice and Lens can still sneak in to a European spot if Stroudsburg slip up. So, and Lens actually play Monaco. So while they won't, they're not fighting directly, they're two teams, you know, fighting for European spots still. I'll be a different European spot. So that's going to be some interesting stuff there. Nice are playing Reims, which should be pretty easy, I guess. Um, and then who are Ren- Renz are playing Lille. So Lille's in 10th. They're not doing like, you know, Lyon, Lille, not doing too great. Um, average season. But let's look down at the bottom where things are getting very interesting. Claremont Foot. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, it seems like it's a wrap. Claremont Foot safe. Ooh. No longer at risk of getting relegated. Lorient, safe. Mm. No, the three teams getting relegated. Mets, St. Etienne, and Bordeaux. Dang. Damn. Say There's it, still man. something to play for there. Bordeaux are screwed. <laughs> Bordeaux are screwed. They're dead last. They're getting they're relegated. They don't have hope. Because um, they can't overcome the goal differential. St. Etienne and Mets are tied on points. But thanks to goal differential, which is 
a six-goal differential lead for Mets. Mets are in the legation qualification spot, meaning they still get to play a game to save themselves. St. Etienne right now are 19th, full relegation, no choice. So, but because they're tied on points, St. Etienne and Mets still have a lot to play their last game day. Mets play PSG. So it's safe to say that all St. Etienne really need are a draw. Whoa. In order to get into that relegation qualification spot. True. Will they do it against Nantes? Who knows? But it's going to be a very interesting final day this weekend. Uh, moving on to player staff, Kylian Mbappe is, uh, kills me that he's probably going to go to Madrid. He is such a good player. PSG are so screwed without him. 25 goals this season, top scorer. Ben Yedder's threatening his top scorer uh, position, though. Ben Yedder's at 24 right now. So a lot can happen in this last match day. Uh, Martin Terrier in third with 21. Moussa Dembele with 20 goals for Lyon. Pretty awesome. Like Dembele's been scoring a lot uh, late in the season. And then assists. Mbappe with 17 assists. Mbappe has 42 goal contributions this in 20. I think he's only played 34 games. 42 goal contributions in 34 games. That is insane. Only Lewandowski has more in Europe. Yep. He's going to Madrid. Better stats than Benzema. Hmm? He's going to Madrid. Uh, it's pretty. He's gonna he's gonna say it in the next few days. We'll see what happens. I heard crazy reports that he might go to, um, to Madrid. He might go to AC Milan. That'd be elite. What? Yep, I heard uh, he wants to uh, kick out the old heads. Is what I heard. Oh, I'm dead. Yep. You mean link up with Daddy? No, Daddy Ibra. No, <laughs> if by Daddy you mean Daddy Giroud, the man who birthed them, then yes. Oh, I mean his his stepdad. You mean no, no, his father. His uh, his dad and his stepdad are at Milan. Let's definitely say that. Okay. Okay. We all know who the real dad is. We all know. We all know. Okay. Assists, like I said, Mbappe seventeen assists. That's insane. That uh, Messi with thirteen. Definitely a quiet season by Messi standards, but by any other player standards, still a pretty good season. He ends with six goals. Well, not ends, right? Like I have him last game day, but he's at six goals, 13 assists. That puts him at 19 goal contributions, 25 matches. So still doing something. Um, and Benjamin Beauregard with 12 assists, Jonathan Klaus with 11, Danny Paya with 10, and Hamari Traore with 10. And let's check goalkeepers. If this is even a stat that they're tracking right now. Clean sheets. Walter Benitez for Nice. 14 clean sheets. Wow. Good for, good for him. Pretty good. Um, yeah. I think that's what a resurgence. Interesting. Interesting. We'll see. Will Will uh, Will St. Etienne get fully relegated? Or do they still have a chance <laughs> at relegation qualification? Imagine they make it to that only to lose. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be painful. That would be straight pain. I'm definitely gonna watch their last game though. Now that I know there's so much on the line, that would be straight Spain. A lot on the line. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, let's run through this boring ass g- league, La Liga. <sighs> Uh, uh, thank God we don't have. Uh, I know. Ugh. <laughs> drag it on for hours, that guy. Ugh. Um, Saturday, Valencia and Espanyol tied one-one. 
and then that was the only game on Saturday. Sunday, we had Athletic Club beat Osauna uh, 2-0. Atletico Madrid and Sevilla played a 1-1 draw. It was incredible. Um, Cadiz and Real Madrid also played to a 1-1 draw. I can definitely see why Mbappe wants to go. Um, Celta Vigo and Elche, <clears throat> Celta Vigo 1-1-0. Getafe and Barca played to my favorite scoreline, 0-0. Uh, Levante beat <clears throat> Deportivo Alaves, uh, 3-1. Mallorca beat Rayo Vallecano, 2-1. Betis beat Granada, 2-0. And last but not least, Real Sociedad beat Villarreal, 2-1. Um, <clears throat> so for the table, Real Madrid are the winners, sadly. Um, Barca have solidified themselves in second place. Uh, Atletico Madrid are currently safe and are qualified for the Champions League with 68 points. Now in fourth, we have Sevilla with 67. And in fifth, we have Real Betis with 64. And the interesting is they are both tied on goal differential. So... Last game, last uh, game fixture for them this upcoming weekend. Very interesting. Real Madrid are playing. We love it. Real Madrid are playing Real Betis. Could be interesting because Real Madrid are playing their C team, and sure. Atletico Madrid and Sevilla are playing Athletic Club. So two semi-tough games for both teams. Um, a win. Real Betis needs to win, and Sevilla needs it. Just needs a loss, and we'll see the switch there. Um, which would be crazy because I'm pretty sure Sevilla has not left the Champions League spots since the season started. Um, in fifth, we have Real Betis. In sixth, we have Real Sociedad, who have secured themselves in the Europa League spot. In seventh, for the Europa Conference qualification, we have currently um, Villarreal. Um Right behind them, we have Athletic Club, who are also playing for something. They are one point behind Villarreal right now for that last spot. Um, sitting in 19th and 20th, who are confirmed relegated, are Levante and Deportivo Alaves. Now for the last spot for relegation, they current, in 18th currently sit Mallorca. They are currently with 36. Cadiz is in 17th with 36. There is a 12-goal differential, though, between them. So, tough for Cadiz mm. to turn it around. If <clears throat> So, they would need to... They would need, I mean, it's tough for Mallorca to turn it around because they're so far behind. Um, but it's also interesting because you have Granada in, with 37, and then you have Elche and Getafe both with 39. So, you both have... You have a lot of teams that could get mixy. It could get mixy. Last day. Um, Getafe plays Elche. Cadiz plays Deportivo Alves. That is a big game for Cadiz. And Osauna play Mallorca, which is a tough game for Mallorca. So we probably will see uh, Mallorca falter, sadly. Um, for the player stats, surprise, surprise, Kareem Benzema is up top with 27 goals. Right, uh -huh. Right behind him. Very far behind, we have Iago Aspas with 18, Vinny with 17, Raul de Tomas with 17, and Juanmi with 16. Um, for assists, we have the GOAT himself, Usman Dembele, with 13. 
Kareem Benzema with 12, Munayin with 10, Vinny with 10, Jordi Alba with 10. Um, so for goal and assist, Kareem Benzema right now in the league has 39. <clears throat> um, for the um, clean sheets, currently sits <clears throat> and is actually going to hold it. <clears throat> Alex Ramiro from Real Sociedad with 19 clean sheets. Um, Tibor Courtois sits behind him with 15. Um, and the rest are all tied. And a bunch of them are tied with 13 after that. Um, yeah, so he's definitely got it. Yeah, exactly. There's one match day left. I don't think Courtois can get five in one game. Especially since he <laughs> hasn't played the last three. So, don't think that's possible. Um, but hey, never gi- never give up, Courtois. You might get it. Yeah, somehow, somehow 16 could beat, you know, sometimes, somehow. Exactly. 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 Um, that wraps it up for La Liga. Um, one match day left. Real Betis have something to play for. Athletic Club have something to play for. Um, Sevilla and um, Villarreal. Um, otherwise, <clears throat> we will move on to the sadness that is in my heart of the Premier League. <laughs> it shouldn't be too sad. You shouldn't be too sad. There's still a chance, no? There's no chance. Um, John, there's still a chance for him, right? No, there's not. We continue <laughs> on to this weekend. On Sunday, Tottenham beat Burnley 1-0. Crystal Palace tied Aston Villa 1-1. Leeds and Brighton tied 1-1. Leicester decided to hammer Watford. 5-1. West Ham gave Manchester uh, gave Liverpool some life with a 2-2 draw to Man City. Um, Manchester City actually had to claw back after Bowen scored a brace. Um, it was actually and it was um, Mark Noble's last home game since he is retiring. Um, so sad to see him go. He's a legend for for West Ham. Um, Norwich and Wolves played a 1-1 draw. Um, and Brentford beat Everton 3-2 after an early red card from Everton after take, after leading the game 1-0. They ended up coming back 2-2, 2-1 actually in the first half, and then just couldn't hold on to it and got hammered with two quick goals in quick succession. And then Rondon came in in the 84th minute and said, I don't even want to play. Got a red in the 88th, set, got sent off. He said, I don't want to be here. I'm out of here. <laughs> and then on Monday, uh, Newcastle beat Arsenal 2-0. And then on Tuesday today, Liverpool beat Southampton 2-1 after having to claw back as well to get their win and keep the fight on for the league. Um, currently at the top, Manchester City with 90 points. Liverpool with 89. So they are right going, they're going into it. <clears throat> last game, last match day. Um, liver- oh my god, <clears throat> I hate allergies. You're doing fantastic. Mr. I hate allergies. Uh, Liverpool just played- crush up a Claritin and just you know, huh? What? <laughs> uh, Liverpool play Wolves this upcoming Sunday, and Manchester City play Aston Villa. So, two semi-tough games. Liverpool will be resting players most likely, um, due to them being in the Champions League final. Um, just like they did this weekend, they played 
Um, they pretty much rested their whole team, um, except for Allison, pretty much. Otherwise, everyone else was it was getting some rest time. Um, I know that um, Salah and Van Dyke were off injured in the FA Cup final, so they will be resting probably up until the um, Champions League final. Um, so they will be relaxing um, until... so. It kind of seems like they might have semi-given up on the league. We'll see. They play Wolves. Tough game. We'll see how Wolves show up. Um, Chelsea sit in third with 70. They're pre- they are chilling. Secured their Champions League. Hanging out. In fourth, we have Tottenham with 68. In fifth, we have Arsenal with 66. In sixth, we have Manchester United with 58. And in seventh, we have West Ham with 56. Um, all those teams have pretty much secured their European spots. Um, Wolves are in eighth with 51. So there's no real... There is The only real movement that can happen is if Manchester United end up losing and West Ham end up winning. Um, they can flip-flop and Manchester United could end up playing in the Europa Conference qualification instead of being secured for Europa League. They could end up in Europa Conference. Um, and Arsenal could flip-flop as well if Tottenham lose and Arsenal win, which is very unlikely um, because Tottenham are playing the last place team. Um, right now, confirmed relegated, we have Watford in 19th and Norwich in 20th. Um, and currently in 18th, we have Burnley with 34. Leeds is in 17th with 35. Everton is in 16th with 36. Those are the three teams that are in danger. Um, Everton play Crystal Palace this Thursday. And Aston Villa play Burnley as well. So two tough games for both teams that are fighting for that last spot. Um, And then for that last day, you have Arsenal against Everton. You have Brighton against Leeds. And you have Burnley against Newcastle. So again, tough games for for both those teams, for all three of those teams. Um, it's going to be tough for Burnley to really dig it out. They are a point behind Leeds. Um, if they do end up winning their game, Leeds will end up falling into that spot. And it'll be Leeds in 18th, Everton in 17th, Burnley in 16th. So it'll be tougher for Leeds at that point. But uh, Aston Villa has been resurged a little bit under um, Steven Gerrard with, uh, Philippe, with uh, Coutinho there. So we'll see how that goes. Um, for top scorers, we have Mohamed Salah with 22, we have Hingming Sun with 21, and we have Cristiano Ronaldo with 18, Kane with 16, Jota with 15, as well as De Bruyne and Mane. So, those, the race will go down to Salah against Sun. Again, Salah won't be playing, so it's all down to Sun to score two if he wants to win it, one if he wants to tie and share it. Um, with assists, so far we have Salah with 13, Trent with 12, Mason Mount with 10, Jared Bone with 10, and Andrew Robertson with 10. Um, mm. Again, probably will go down, it'll be Salah, because I don't think Trent will play the last game unless he's, he plans on playing them, unless he plans on, Klopp plans on playing them, I'm not too <laughs> sure. Um, or at least plans on playing Trent, I really don't think I, I'll see. We'll see Salah for the rest of this year. Um, at least, at least in the um, in the in the prem. Um, and then for clean sheets, we have Ederson with twenty and Allison with twenty. 
and then you have Luis with 15, um, Eduard Mendy with 14, and Ramsdale with 12. Um, so again, it's going to go down Ederson or Allison for the last day. Um, that about wraps up good old Premier League. Um, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Good marathon, Mateo. Uh, it was also, beautiful just listening. Thank you. I'm also very surprised that the Prem haven't announced any of their their trophies or awards. You have Ligue 1 that's done it, and you have um, the Bundesliga that's done it. Um, the Bundesliga. I feel like the Prem is always mad late with it, though. No, because they do it to a vote and so much stupidity <laughs> around it and stuff. It's so frustrating. Um, for the Bundesliga, Mr. Nkunku has won the Player of the Year. Surprise, surprise. Shouldn't have been any other way. And then for League 1, they have um, Mbappe as one as well. Surprise, surprise. Shouldn't have been anybody else. Um, and a uh, nice little shout-out to Saliba, who won the Best Young Player for League 1. So, Arsenal are going to be getting back a well-versed uh, Saliba from the Ligoon, hopefully to take one of the try to fight for, he says he wants to fight for his spot, but he's down for leaving, and he's down for, he's down to fight for his spot, but if he can't, he's he, he just wants to leave again. So, we'll see how that ends up going. But we wait on the Prem, who again has to be Salah, he leads both categories. I don't see how they can go anywhere else. Maybe De Bruyne, but I I, I very much see Salah. Lewandowski for the Bundesliga and um, Karim Benzema for La Liga. I don't see any any other players taking those those trophies. I mean, sorry, not for Bundesliga. Um, La Liga for um, Benz. I don't see anybody taking away from those two. Um, they're just. They're just too good. Too good. They're just, yeah. too good. They're just too good. They're just too good. Otherwise, too I, good. I don't really have anything else to to bring up or uh, talk about, at least on my mind, at least. Um, Vinny is the greatest player of all time. That's not how you say Ibra. Oh, oh, so, you could try. Um, quick thing. I don't know why they've done this, but the Europa League final is this week. It is tomorrow. The Europa League final is tomorrow. Yes. Europa League final, Frankfurt against Rangers, is tomorrow. I don't know why. That's so interesting. Champions League is literally on the 28th. Europa Conference, I'm pretty sure, is on the 26th. Wow. I I don't get why they they split that so far apart. No idea. Good to know. I would have definitely missed tomorrow's games. Yes, I but watch it. Roma, Roma against Feyenoord is on the 25th, and then you have the Champions League on the 28th. I don't know why they did that. That it just th- it threw me off. I was looking. I was like, "What the fuck? Why is this here?" <laughs> but yep. So Liam, I know you're not going to like this, but I am rooting for Rangers just because the Scottish people will go crazy. So. Uh. I know it's all Celtic. I'm trying to remember how to say go in German. Ich bach la bach la bach. I said it perfectly. I couldn't have said it better. It sounded Arabic. 
It sounds, it sounds beautiful, John. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah, that was that was John. That was beautiful. That was poetry. That was poetry. Anyways, uh, what Celtic, Celtic, Celtic has won the premiership for Scotland. Yep, that was beautiful stuff. They for the tenth time stuff. in eleven years, they they've won the uh, the championship group as well, which means they get their um, they get automatic qualification to the Champions League. Champions League and Rangers is currently in the uh, qualification spot. It will be interesting because if Rangers does win, they get secured automatically to Champions League, and it'll all, and it'll all bump down. So you'll have Hearts instead for Champions League qualification, Dundee United for Europa Conference or Europa League. Sorry, then you'll have Europa Conference for the rest of the the other two teams, Motherwell and Lost <laughs> County. So that's kind of fire. You can see a lot of uh, Scottish teams around the world. Nice. Yes, nice indeed. Where does um? Oh right, he plays for Den- Demispor, right? Your your boy. Yeah, definitely you know, getting the team of the season. <coughs> what a free kick he scored against Galatasaray! What a free kick for Mario Balotelli! Yeah, this should have played nice. the stadium. Come up the bag. Uh, they're sitting, they're sitting <laughs> in ninth though, so like, don't be too happy. Are they in ninth right now? Yes, they are. Yeah, they they did not do. He doesn't play for a good team, Will. Yeah, yeah, he does no. not. I mean, well, he does he have Ben Rama on that team. Like that what? team should be playing better than they do than they are. He has Ben Rama. On that I mean, uh, Bel Handa. My fault. Who? Oh, cause I was about to say Ben Rama is definitely playing for West Ham right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bel Handa. Yeah, they also have uh, Loic Remy. Oh, wow. What a throwback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chelsea legend. Yes, sir. That's a, that's a fact. <laughs> Career mode legend in like FIFA. Like 14. 14, 13, yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I remember his gold card, too. That, that was We've really been wild. playing Ultimate Team for over a decade, guys. Like this, that I think we all need help. Extensive therapy and as much mental health as possible. We've literally, we've paid for probably all of, like, most of EA's employees for the past 10 years. Literally. Yeah, definitely. You're welcome, EA. (laughs) You're welcome, EA. You're welcome. All my high school earned dollars besides lunch. Just boom. I remember we used to, I don't know if you, you, I mean, I used to do this, like, buy the PlayStation like Xbox like money cards like go to GameStop after school and you yeah, buy like $20, buy like $20 scratch off the code yep, scratch off the code and then wow. input it and then and then buy the, the points off of the, the redeemed code yep good times man yeah, bro, couldn't have couldn't have my parents know I was spending money on Viva when I was in high school <laughs> I to strategically I had to pay cash you know get that code untraceable <laughs> Acted like it was a special ops mission. <laughs> Literally, it was. What is all of them? Like, vacuum, so the, funny. vacuum the scratch off shit. Like, smart. Mm-hmm. They come in the room, he hides it. What are you doing? Burn the evidence. Nothing, I swear. Yep, burn the evidence. Like, what are you doing in the backyard? Barbecue. I had to do what I had to do. But you're 12. To survive. Barbecue. Good times, Cabal. Good times. Very good times. I remember taking the fucking videos after we scored crazy goals. 
Yeah. I'm posting it on Facebook because we had nowhere else to talk. It's so funny, bro. I still get like, you have memories, memories. with John Brito. <laughs> yep. Remember we went, I'm not going to say this during the podcast. Yes. I exactly what you're talking about. A lot of people played in very non-FIFA-like places. Yep. Extremely. I remember literally that goal that happened and we were like, oh, we were fucking going insane. Good times. Crazy. Here, I, I can I can, I can, say it. We are literally at a, like, a basically, like, me and Mateo would be at, like, a party and we'd find a way upstairs to the host's room and we'd be playing people on the TV. <laughs> Instead of enjoying Beautiful the company stuff. of people downstairs. No, that's the way it's done. We'd be playing people. So, and I remember we, one of us scored an outrageous goal. Yeah. And we were going insane. Good times, man. Good times. Life is simple. Life is simple. It's still simple, John. Mm, I don't know, man. Breathing uh, it out? I that's life. I don't know, brother. I have to wear long sleeves to work because tattoos aren't accepted. <laughs> I remember a time where we, this country, we used to be able to wear what we wanted to work to school. <laughs> I literally wore like a t-shirt to work today. I don't care about these people. How did it feel? Oh, pretty good. Loreal, I was very underdressed. Loreal, you could wear a t-shirt to work, but at the Brooklyn Ice Cream Factory, you gotta wear a fucking long sleeve shirt. Yeah, that's because your <laughs> owner is like old. <laughs> uh, no comment. Comment. I'm just glad I have no, no tattoos. Comment, he is. Oh, are they going to make you wear gloves now because you have tattoos on your hands? Big uh, leather leather gloves, John. I don't even want to get into it. Oh, it all went down like today, too. Oh, I was so heated today at work. What you mean? Uh, don't have, we, have we stopped recording? It's for after. Have uh, we? Have we? No. Well, no, because Liam hasn't given us our goodbye, so. All right, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> good, good cue. <laughs> a beautiful episode. Milan will be crowned champion of Italy next week. Arsenal will Mark. be in Europa League. Arsenal will be Champions League. Of... Saint Etienne will get the playoff spot. Um, Real and... will take the the spot of and champions. Rob Etis will be in Champions League against F Sevilla. Real Vietes will take the Champions League spot. Adama Demispor will go into eighth in the last two games of the Turkish League. And Flamengo will sign Mario Roberto Messi, Lionel Messi's youngest brother. Oh, okay. Yes. Never heard about. Oh. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I thought he, I thought he was good. Perfect. That works out for me. You said about all time what? All right, everybody. <laughs> Lovely if we count it, not money. Alrighty, everyone, have a good night. Bye, guys. Bye.